Life is a confusing little place. It is also fascinating. Why can't it be both? Does it matter? What on earth is the game anyway? These are just some of the questions that float around in my head. For all the chatter doing things, this way and that, one thing is certain. No one has a definitive answer. So there we are. Welcome to the Maximum Project. Welcome to the Maximum Project. Hello there. Welcome to the Maximum Project. Finding patterns, the occasional hack, and a hint of acceptance that gives us the ability to do more. The Maximum Project is an initiative that attempts to seek answers, think out loud, and share the experience. Let's chat. It's been a while since I recorded that first episode, but the idea was to try and put out stuff whenever I have something to talk about. And a recent encounter with some extremely compelling people uh, gave me both the confidence and I think the inspiration to start doing this a bit more regularly. The other day I was running a workshop at one of the universities here in Bangalore where I live. And in every workshop I asked students a few questions. And this time was no different. I asked them questions to understand their intentions, uh, to get a sense of what they expect from what we're doing together, and also to find any discrepancies or incongruency, so to speak, any conflict in the way they think. It's an interesting experiment, and perhaps you could play along by trying to answer these questions yourself. The first question, do you think you deserve to have an exceptional life. Think about that. Don't overthink it. It's really a yes or no question at, at, at the base level. The second one, do you think you have a fairly clear sense of what you're doing with your life? The third, What do you have planned for the rest of your day? And what do you have planned for most of tomorrow? Now, a lot of students, when I asked them if they deserved an exceptional life, they said yes. And I'm guessing uh, some of you might have said that as well. And when I asked them if they knew what they were doing tomorrow or after our class, the, the workshop ended at 11, so they had the entire day to themselves. And they said, no, they didn't. And when I asked them if they knew what they were doing with their lives, they said they didn't. And for me, that's interesting because just <laughs> the way an ocean is nothing but a multitude of drops. A life is nothing but a multitude of days. And if I don't know where my day is going, it's unlikely I'm going to know where my life is going. Do you ever sit back after work sometimes and think about what you'd rather be doing or how you could be doing so much more? Or how this is not quite how you thought it would turn out. It's comfortable, for most part. But it's not delightful. You don't find meaning in this whole process. You're wondering why you're doing everything you can to just get by. When getting by itself has no specific purpose. 
except to keep you in this circle, this loop, this treadmill of going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And at the end of every year, you look back at the year gone by and say, this, this year is going to be different. This year I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to put myself out there more often. I'm going to pursue the things I want to do. And that cycle continues. I've got the same issue, and, and, and quite frankly, I, I think I still do. And I've started to, to see it as a feature of, of, of our existence, really, where there is a hint of discontentment and a hint of a lack of purpose and a certain amount of insecurity about where our lives are going. But lately I've found that if I'm awake, take, an, take the example of the average person, let's say you sleep eight hours a day, you have 16 waking hours, say three, three and a half hours for miscellaneous things, eating, uh, just things you have to do and a commute. It leaves you with about... 11 and a half, 12 hours each day. And if you spend eight hours on a work day and say an hour on exercise, you only have about two, two and a half hours. And where does your two hours go? Does it go on Netflix? Does it go into Instagram? Does it go into thinking about what you'd like to do? Or are you spending 15 minutes a day, maybe reading about something you'd like to do, something that you think will improve the quality of your life? or something that might move you along towards any of the goals that you may have set for yourself. Another challenging question I've always thought about is, what am I meant to do? What is my purpose? And the route I have taken, now you might have a completely different option entirely, is that I don't, I don't think life has any inherent meaning in the sense that we think. I feel like our culture has evolved so much faster than our anatomy, including our brains, that we're not able to catch up. Uh, the, the explosion in information does not match the speed of our evolution, and that, that leaves us in this weird state of comfortable discontentment, of passive fear, of, of almost reluctant frightfulness where people are walking around in this in this stupor, in this drunken stupor fueled by fear and anxiety while constantly longing for a sense of freedom and a sense of meaning and a sense of validation. But we're doing things that don't actually help any of those. I'm not suggesting we drop out of college or quit our jobs or break up with our loved ones. I'm just suggesting that we take a long, hard look at the things we want to do and the things we actually do and whether there are any overlaps in those areas. And that clarity in itself, that awareness of the conflict, of the dissonance between the life we want and the life we think we have can be helpful. It, it starts to move us towards this path of self-actualization. And in psychotherapy, that's a concept as well. Um, the idea of self-actualization, that people have an instinct to gravitate towards what naturally is their calling. But first, it takes a bit of decluttering, a recognition of the conflicts that we might have inside our mind, and the ability to use the resulting clarity to make decisions more in line with 
our desires or our despair. Now, there's no guarantee that things will work out a certain way if you do end up taking the direction you want to take. But it is certain that they will never work out the way you want if you never take that step. It doesn't have to be a massive step. You know, you want to be a writer, you just write one sentence tomorrow. You want to be a musician and you have no musical bone, just sign up for one trial class of any instrument. Just pick the first instrument that comes to your mind. Just start the train and it'll start to move. Uh, the problem is our brain can't comprehend long-term horizons because it's wired for survival. But a lot of remarkable achievements take place in the medium to long term. There's an incredible essay that talks about with Tim Urban on his blog, and uh, I've put the link in, in the show notes. And he talks about how even the most remarkable lives are usually a series of unremarkable tasks performed consistently. And I think that's such a compelling idea to think about is we don't need every moment to be euphoric in order to build a euphoric life. And you know the things that you enjoy, the things you look forward to. And if you are exceptional at those things, there's a possibility you could generate economic value. However, if you are offering your obedience, if you are offering your obedience to people, to your employer, to your loved ones, in exchange for your safety, then there really is no room for ambition, for creativity, for unexpected bursts of delight. So if you are closing the window and turning the lights off and curling up under the bed in the fetal position and putting the duvet on your face, it's a bit tricky to complain about the darkness. I don't have an answer for how you should go about it. I don't even have evidence to substantiate that things will work out exactly how you want them to. But honestly... All of us have a fairly similar ending in spite of the fact that it might not be at the same time or the same way. But we know which way this is going. And it is easy to freeze. I freeze all the time when I'm overwhelmed by thinking, by, by feeling, by just being confused about how things ended up a certain way. But take one step, however small, towards something you'd like to do and do it for the sake of having done it, not for monetary return, not for validation, not for recognition. Just attempt taking that step so your mind knows that the first step is possible and it might just take the second. We don't know that. But the work is the reward and trusting the process might be a good idea if you are feeling a certain way. So maybe put that on your list tomorrow. Give yourself 10 minutes to just say, I'll take one step today, just any step, and see how I feel about it. And freezing, on the other hand, is just not an option. Well, that's today's reflection, and I hope it gives you something to think about. Please let me know in the comments. Please, if you know me, you could text me as well to give me some, some feedback on, on what you think of the idea of taking a small step. And it's okay if you ended up where you think you've ended up, and it's okay to not like it. What's not okay is to be stuck there, accepting that this is all there is, because... Who knows and what's wrong with finding out? Give it a shot. Stay inspired. And let's do one little bit to find our own version of being maximum. <laughs>